up guys and welcome back to that's cool today we're gonna be talking about game five of the nba finals we're gonna be breaking it down i'm gonna be talking to you guys about basically just a lot of stuff today um let's just dive right into it. i mean i guess the first thing that we got to talk about is the boston celtics man you know i see a lot of people on twitter right you go on twitter and it's a lot of oh you know if you believed in this team when they were down 3-2 to Milwaukee, oh, look at them. They came back. They won in seven. They beat the Heat in seven, right? Oh, all this and this and that, right? You know, I was looking at it, and it just really infuriated me. You know what I mean? It's like I understand that you can have hope, right? Like I understand that you can have hope. I'm not – I would never get mad at someone for having hope in their team and believing in their team. But, you know, from me at least, I don't have any trust in this team. You know, I don't know what your guys' opinions are on that, but I personally don't have any trust in this team. Uh, multiple occasions now, they turn, they uh, just, you know, turn the ball over. They'll turn it over 15 times, lose the game. They'll disappear in the fourth quarter. Their best players won't show up consistently, right? That, that's the problem. And I just don't trust the team anymore. I just don't. I don't, I can't trust them. I can't look at you guys or talk to you guys and tell you guys, look, I think the Celtics are going to win game six because I, I'm honest to God, I don't. I do not believe that the Celtics will win game six. I don't. And as a Celtics fan, I know a lot of you guys might be saying, oh, you know, you're giving up on the team, oh, this, this, and that. But you have to look at it from reality, right? you got a team that is inconsistent and experience is showing. You know, they don't have what it takes to beat this team. They don't. They just do not. They cannot play a full 48-minute game. They can't. Now, who would you guys blame for them being down a three-two? You know, I know a lot of, I know a lot of people would say Odoka or Tatum, right? One of those two are probably the reason. A lot of, but a lot of the blames going on Tatum for being down to three-two. Uh, and I'm don't don't get me wrong, I'm 100% putting some of the blame on Tatum, but I'm also going to put some of the blame on on Odoka. You know, I know he's a good coach and all, but there's some times in this game, especially in game five, I was watching it, especially in the fourth quarter, Warriors started to go on a run, right? You could tell that after Poole hit that three, the momentum was changing, right? They were kind of not catching fire, but you could tell that they were, you know, the confidence level just kind of went up a notch, right? They kind of not flipped the switch, but, you know, didn't turn it up, but, you know, it's it cranked a little and they went on a 7-0 run. They took a huge lead in the fourth, and they never looked back, and that was ultimately the game. There were some times where he should have called timeouts. He should have made substitutions, I feel like. He definitely could have rested Tatum in the last like two minutes of the third quarter. I mean, Tatum was gassed in the fourth, right? Same thing with Brown. When Brown was playing horrendous basketball, turning the ball over, making mistakes, I get it. Derek White didn't even make a shot. I get it. Peyton Pritchard didn't even make a shot either. But you have to try somebody else, man. You have to put somebody else in the game. You can't keep Jalen Brown out there when he's just hurting you. He's not helping you. He's hurting you. So I would definitely say Odoka has gotten a lot of less criticism than Tatum. I'm not saying Tatum isn't deserving because I'm about to go into him in a minute. But definitely from a coaching perspective, you can see Steve Kerr made some changes, right? He played Gary Payton more, right? Gave him more minutes. He played better defense. He gave the Warriors, when they needed it, stops, right? When they needed offense and Curry was on the bench, he puts in pool, right? They need a big man in for Draymond or they need a big man in. They put in Looney, right? He made adjustments throughout that game that I really think that worked in the ultimate favor for the Warriors to win this game. Now, Jason Tatum, when are you going to come to play, man? You know, when are you going to decide to flip the switch and really come to play? 
because it's quite aggravating and it's quite upsetting to watch. You know, you're an all-NBA first-team player. I think you finished in the top 10 for MVP uh, MVP voting. You might have been five. I don't really know. But, you know, you're an all-NBA first-team player. What the hell is the matter with you? What What is so wrong? Don't get, don't get me wrong. I know that Andrew Wiggins is playing incredible defense on him. I know he's kind of locking him down. But I'm sorry, Jason Tatum. I don't care how good the defense is. If you're a top player in this league, you got to score. Your idol, Kobe Bryant, I got news for you. Andrew Wiggins could be on him. Kobe is fine in a way if his team needs 35-plus. Kobe with Andrew Wiggins on him is fine in a way to give you 35-plus. I'm sorry, Tatum. That's just reality. He's going to find a way to give him 35. You, Jason Tatum, just can't find a way to give your team buckets. When your team needs a point, you just can't find a way to give it to him. You know, in the first quarter... He played seven minutes. He didn't even shoot one shot in the first seven minutes of the game. What are you waiting for? In a game five, basically whoever wins this game is in complete control of this series, right? And you don't even want the ball, right? Again, there's no. I've seen no instinct in, J, in um, Jason Tatum. I see no want. I see no fire. I see no drive. He seems so relaxed that it, it doesn't matter to him, right? Like it doesn't matter. It's horrible to say, and it's horrible to say something like that about a great player like Tatum, but it's just true. He's not, he does not have any intensity. There's no will in him. There's no want in him. And that's the reason the Celtics are down 3-2. You know, where was he in the fourth quarter? Disappeared in the fourth. Was nowhere to be found. I know the whole team disappeared in the fourth. But again, that's where you have to be that leader. Again, Kobe Bryant, if his team is down, let's say, five in the fourth quarter, he's finding a way to lead his team back into that game. You know, you got to find a way, man. You got to find a way. You got to find a way. It's horrible to say. It really is horrible to say, but the lack of leadership, the lack of experience, the lack of aggression, it's showing. And that's why I got no trust in him, right? I'm sick and tired of listening to these guys at the end of every game. Oh, we got to limit the turnovers. Oh, I got to shoot better. Oh, uh, we got to play better defense. Oh, it's this, it's that. I'm sick and tired of hearing the excuses. Don't tell us what you're going to do and then go out there and not do it for the last two or three games. Go out there and show us it. Don't tell us how you're going to do it. Don't tell us how you're going to be the greatest players in the world and you're going to win the NBA Finals. Go do it. Go show us it. Because I'm sick and tired of them not showing it to us sick and tired of t- how many times did tatum say oh i gotta play better oh i gotta shoot better how many times did he say that he, he said it a lot of times in this series and in the miami heat series and he's still yet to perform anything it's it's comical it's comical it, it really is and i know a lot of people i saw on twitter that a lot of people are saying oh you know since his shoulder injury you know i don't want to hear the shoulder injury I really don't. I don't want to hear it. Because guess what? If it's that bad to where you can't play and it's a struggle for you to play, then you shouldn't be on the court or you shouldn't be shooting 20 shots. I'm sorry. You just shouldn't be. You know, Ray Lewis, I know it's a different sport. I know football and basketball are completely different. But Ray Lewis said, you know, I'm always going to play hurt. But once I'm hurt to the point where the guy behind me is better than the version of myself out there, then I'm taking myself out of the game. And if you're Tatum, you got to realize that. If I'm only hurting my team, i got to sit. But it goes past Tatum. That's the problem with the Celtics. The problem goes past Tatum. What about the bench? 
Where where's Grant Williams? Where's Batman? You know what I mean? The guy who dropped 27 points in game seven against the Milwaukee Bucks, where is he? He has been non-existent against the Heat, now against the Warriors. I mean, has he even played in a game? Like, you don't even know Grant Williams plays. You don't even know he plays. He has three points. He had three points in game five. Are you kidding me, Grant? You're playing 16, 16 minutes. That's two minutes more than Jordan Poole. And you're finished with three points. Now, I get it. He's not a scorer. But still, man, if you're out there, you have to contribute. You have to do something. Have some type of aggression. Have some kind of want to score the basketball. Derek White, you played great in the Miami Heat series. You played great in game one, two, and three in this series. Now, all of a sudden, you want to disappear and go back to your old self? Really? Why? Derek White, why would you want to go back to your old self where you sucked? Unlike the self where you were dropping 25 points, 20 plus, 15 plus points in an NBA Finals game. Why didn't? Why wouldn't you want to go back to that version of yourself? You know, it's un, it's crazy to me. Now, I'm not I'm not saying that they're doing it on purpose, right? Because obviously that'd be stupid to say. But it just looks like it. It, it, it. Honest to God, it looks like that the Celtics want to play bad and they want to lose games. That's how it looks. Now, one of my friends has an actual interesting take. He says that he believes that the NBA games are scripted. Now... Because he's saying the series is going seven. He said it before it even started. He's saying, look, this is going seven games. Whether you like it or not, it don't matter. The game, it's it's going seven games. And I'm starting to agree with that more and more and more. Why? Because it just seems too obvious that they want a seventh game here, right? It, and it, it makes sense, right? Oh, Celtics haven't lost back-to-back games. If the Celtics won game five, let's just be honest, folks, this series would have most likely been wrapped up in six, right? This series would be most likely wrapped up in six. Does anyone really think that the Celtics are going to lose three games in a row? No, I think that they could win game six. Just, But only if you're talking about that, that situation. Only if you're talking about it being scripted. If you're talking about the NBA being scripted, then yes, you can see the Celtics winning game six. And then obviously it goes seventh game and then seventh game, whatever happens, happens. I don't see it happening. I don't believe, I believe it could. I mean, I understand. I get the concept of the scripting. But I don't see it going seven. I really don't. I see the Warriors closing it out in six. And it's a shame that last night when my buddies and I are watching the game and they go down 10 in the fourth quarter with six, seven minutes left, we're all saying, oh, that's the game. You know what I mean? We're watching that saying the game's over. You know, it's a shame that that's what it comes to. But there's no tr- there's no confidence. There's no trust in this team. If you're a Celtics fan and you're saying, no, I trust these guys. No, I got 100% confidence in these guys. You're not a real Celtics fan. You're a fake fan who's just being a hometown favorite. You know what I mean? You're you're having false hope. And you know it's false hope, but you don't want to admit that it's false hope. You know, that's two games now that the Celtics have blown in the fourth quarter where they should have been up 3-1 and they should have closed out, won the series in five, but they choked in the fourth quarter twice. And that's inexperienced, man. That's inexperience, and it's showing at its highest level. So now, I mean, like, what does Boston need to do to win in game six, right? What does Boston need to do now? I mean, I guess I have to say for the millionth time, they got to limit the turnovers, man. You cannot have 15-plus turnovers and expect to win an NBA Finals game against a team like the Golden State Warriors. You just can't. I mean, it's common sense knowledge, right? You cannot expect to win giving up the ball as much as they do. Number two, man, Tatum, Brown, can we get one or two games of you guys both dropping 25 plus? Is that too much to ask for? Like, is that really too much to ask for as a Celtics fan? 
to see both of those guys play good brand of basketball, it's been it's been terrible. It's been absolutely laughable. It's, it's horrible. Number three, I was gonna say rebound, right? But they got they had eight more rebounds than the Warriors. And they still lost for 10. So clearly that doesn't matter for them if they're going to win or lose this series because they'll rebound and lose anyway. You know, when you look at this team, it, it's it's really bad. And it when you look at the future, right, I know everyone's saying, oh, well, this Celtic team, if they lose this series, you know, they're going to be the team of the future. Like they got such a good young group of guys, this, this, and that. No, I really don't think so. I really don't. Yes, Tatum and Brown will be great. Yes, I think that the duo will get better over time, right? It'll be a good duo, but I'm not expecting to see the Celtics win a title anytime soon after they lose this series. Let's just be honest. You look at the uh, the Eastern Conference. If Chris Middleton's healthy, the, we're not beating the Bucks. We don't beat the Bucks if if Chris Middleton's healthy, and Chris Middleton will be healthy most likely the next time that we see him in the playoffs, right? So again, I don't even think we're the best team in the East. You got Philadelphia, you got Miami, right? You got teams like Atlanta who are up and coming, the Hornets who are up and coming, the Nets who you don't you never know, man. They could figure it out, right? This this is the Celtics' chance, man. This was the Celtics' golden opportunity, and I'm not saying it's completely over, but I am saying it's completely over at the same time. You know what I mean? This is this was their golden opportunity to win an NBA championship, and it just seems like that they just let it go right through their fingertips. That's what it seems like. And it's a shame. It really is a damn shame. So before, there will not be a preview, guys, to game six. I will have my reaction to game six, win, lose, or draw, right? It doesn't really matter to me. Uh, You will get my reaction to it. I'll talk to you guys about it. Um, You know, man, it's a shame that they're down 3-2. It's a shame the situation that they're in. But hey, man, they can only blame it. They can only blame themselves, right? If you're the Celtics, you can't go around pointing the finger at all oh, the refs, this, this, and that. Have the refs been bad this series? Yeah, they have been pretty bad, and no one's going to argue that. But still, 15 turnovers, stuff like that, you're just as much to blame as the refs for why you're down this series 3-2. to two. And with that being said, I'm going to wrap it up a little bit early today, guys. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Peace.